everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 91 of, wait for it, wait for it, what the dice, 91 episodes, and it's just been a hoot. As always, a bit of housekeeping, we all love this. Well, besides following us, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that fun, fun jazz, Come over to our Discord. You can jump on over to whatthedice.weebly.com and you can find the link to our Discord. And you can come join our little community in the little nerdy area of Discord. We share memes, we hang out, we chit-chat, we share fan theories, and we would love to see your art. Just hide on over. Join us. You never know what kind of weird chaos we got going on. And you also never know what kind of stuff we've got going. And we also do movie nights. They are absolutely free. They are picked by our lovely patrons. If they are not voted in in time, I randomly select one. So, that's all I got. I hope to see you guys in the Discord. So enjoy this week's episode of What the Dice. Making our way down to the campfire that the storyteller almost always has burning. We look out towards the ocean and we see glints of light up in the cloud lines. We watch for a moment as a zeppelin comes down under the clouds and disappears into another cloud. We look over and the storyteller is flipping through the pages, idly humming to himself. Looking up at us, he smiles and points a hand to our normal seat. Well, well, my friends, you have come to hear more of the tale. Well, last we spoke, the team has gathered up all of their clues and acquired a few new ones. And they have found it is time to interrogate the first of many, the steward, the last man who saw Gullcat alive, Terry the Elf. What information does he have? What clues may be hidden in his mind? Well, it is up to the team to find out. Sit back, me friends, and hear me tell. In the last episode, you guys had a chance to interrogate Terry and found out that not only did Terry bring or have a conversation with Bellana the night before, but he also had a conversation with Golcat and found out that Terry had a temper and struck Golcat with a glass container of water, shattering it across him and leaving him soaked in water and unconscious on his floor. In the process of this conversation, and interrogation, the navigator produced a piece of paper that literally says that the captain is giving away his piece and that half of his piece of the Murdoch is safely with someone that the elf merchant and his wife knows. Now, what would you guys like to do? I think Kalila was boldly making statements of, all right, go question every question them and one someone's gonna break, or Faye was sitting there going, just shut everybody down and lock us in our rooms. And I don't think we made a decision yet, yeah? I thought they were gonna read the letter. Oh yeah, the letter. Faye is reading out loud right now. Yeah, it's pretty much what I had said in the last episode of the the con his part of the contract is literally he split it into two, one of which is to someone that the, both the elf that Bellana and her husband know and that they will meet them at the um, lizard folk town and that he is going to try to convince the rest of the crew to sell their stock to the uh, pretty much the elf merchant. 
curious, curious timing, this letter. Yeah, quite. Not the finding of it. No, the existence of it. Why, why did he feel the need to write this letter at all? Because he thought he might not win the bid? He thought he was going to die. Why else do you set your affairs in order? That means he still thinks he... No, that was the captain, right? Not the, the elf merchant. No, okay, never mind. Captain knew his murderer. That seems pretty obvious. But... You know what? I think it's the wife. I mean, it definitely seems to be pointing that direction. Or the husband. Trying to pin it on the wife, because she's definitely got more of the temper. And he has no problem ditching her. He's just stuck in a marriage he doesn't want to be in oh. because of rank. Hey, Terry. Yes. What would happen if the elf husband's wife was accused of murder and arrested? What would happen to her assets? Would he get them, or would they be sent back to the family? Um... He thinks for a moment, and let's see. Well, she would be extradited to her king, to their kingdom. She would then be put on trial, and if she did a murder, it's by their laws, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. She will be either sentenced to life in jail, and she will lose everything, including her family would lose everything, or, um, well, yeah, no. Uh, the family would lose everything and it would go to her husband who would then acquire her rank on the council then would acquire all of that family's money and land um, because I believe she is the eldest so she, he would gain a lot a lot of money yes. what would she gain if he was framed he would get, she would get all of his money, all of his assets, as well as she would then be able to choose what happens to his family. And dismiss the uh, human she hates so much that is at his side. Yeah, she would then be able to literally pay to have her removed from the city. What would the human Katana gain if she, Balana, was guilty? She'd be free to marry the one she loves. That's powerful motivation, too. And the husband would gain everything, so she would gain everything. It's one of those three. Well, I mean, but with the with the, the acting captain's permission, we haul them in there and we, we toss their rooms, see if we find anything, and base our, our conclusions on that. I actually tend to agree. I don't think we're wrong, and I think we're going to find what we need if we do that to prove everything. The captain, acting captain, goes, hmm, break a policy that's basically just going to tick off a bunch of elves. All right, I'm cool. Let's do it. Oh, wait, am I supposed to debate this with the rest of the crew? In theory, you're supposed to, but if you're going to take over as captain, they have to do what you say. So it depends on how much you care about rank. They all just kind of look at each other, and Terry just kind of reaches into his pocket and drops a set of keys, and he goes, Oh no, I have lost my keys. The dwarves laugh as they are like, Do what you gotta do. If you guys have any problems, just do what you gotta do. That means that there's a chance that the crew, everyone's going to find out the captain's been murdered. And potentially Golcat. The crew just kind of shrug and they're like, Making this action means I can't promise to keep it a secret. The crew just gives a shrug and they're like, At this point, hiding all this is becoming too much of work. Just do it. Thanks, Faye. The engineer just looks at you guys and goes, If you need weapons, I got hammers, crowbars, a 12-inch monkey wrench if i promise that my uh if i get my equipment back that i won't kill anyone can i just can we just have our equipment back at this point they just kind of look at each other and they're like we need the captain's key it's on his body 
So, uh, I don't need any cheese. Um, the, the navigator literally just goes, we searched. There is no other key. The key is missing. I can get in. Unless it's a magical lock. It is a magical lock. Damn it. So, no one bothered to let us know that the key that holds all the weapons aboard the ship is missing. Uh, it takes two keys. It takes my key and the captain's key. No one's thought to let us know that, you know, the captain's key was missing, though? We thought it was in his room. And no one had said anything, and we didn't even think about it until, honestly, just now. Because we were more concerned about keeping us on track and not floating off into oblivion. And as you remember, Defibulous, the engine died for a while, and we were more concerned about why we couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, valid point. All right, so we're going to go deal with these numrods, search their room, and if we find the key, that's just more evidence, and then afterwards we'll search for the key if we don't find it. Go for it. All right, come on, Defibulous. Hooray, I get to do something. Cracks some knuckles and stretches her claws. Do I get gunpowder for this? Sure. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Ignore the voice in the sky. Let's go get you gunpowder. Wait, you hear the voice in the sky too? I did this time. No, gunpowder. Hey, engineer. Yes. Do you have any gunpowder? Why would I keep gunpowder up here? He has a valid point there. All right, that's fair. Hey, Defabulous, will flash powder do? Yes. Sure. I can still make it look. Let's go. I can make it look like a weapon. Seriously, Faye has flash powder? Yes. You didn't take all of her stuff. She got on with her full kit. Oh, yep. son of a... <laughs> Victory. That's your fault. That's your fault. You made her sneak on board. She has her full kit. She has everything. So Nicodemus did do something right. I hate Nicodemus. You are Nicodemus. And? <laughs> I'm also Sir Reginald. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, let's go. What, you, what do you want the flash powder for? Well, I was just going to go knock on the door and push her aside. And then let Defibulus threaten her while you and me stand blocking her while you search the room. One second. Is there enough uh, parts aboard, like tubing and all that, that I could construct a... Just not even a functional looking gun but just one that looks the part looks the part oh my god um yes um <sighs> oh i'm gonna go down to the kitchen and find the biggest knife hey listen it only has to fire once True. right all right you rig your fake gun i'm going to the kitchen i'll be back the fibulous yes do you have percentiles with you yes i do please roll them and then tell me what you get 88. You rolled higher than me. You technically find enough pieces as well as oil and grease to literally make a single shot. So you could literally load a screw in there, pack it just like you would with like the flash powder, the oil and everything, and make a very crude single shot pipe gun. Wow. So something's going to get screwed here, huh? <laughs> yes. So, yes, you find the parts. I will just need an engineering skill check to build this monstrosity. Profession or knowledge? Profession. 23. You have constructed a single shot screw gun. Ooh, I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of proud of this one. The Fibulous will load his, load his single shot screw gun. Kalila, did you want to do anything? No, well, like I said, she is going to the kitchen. As you approach the kitchen, you see the drow chef is cooking up another feast, as per her normal job. Underneath the cooking station, you see a selection of cleavers, cutting knives, butcher knives, bread knives, a pretty good assortment of well-used and well-sharpened kitchen cutting utensils. Okay. She'll uh, find wherever the closest part of the, the open kitchen is to make sure she has an eye shot of the lovely drow. 
and do her typical elbow on the counter, leaning over with the tail wag. She looks over her shoulder and she's like, you're either going to ask me out for dinner or you're asking for something else. You know, now that I mention it, it could be both. Oh. Maybe I'll cook you fish next time. But mm. I do have to admit, I am here to ask for something. Well, if you need another bottle of booze, I've got a, a more private stock somewhere around here. No, but I do know you like to hide the good stuff. Do you have anything that is uh, bigger? Pointing at the knives. Well. You know, good for uh, threatening people. She stares at you for a moment. Walking over, she leans in close and she goes, what is this about? She goes, we are, she, she's a part of, she knows the captain's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, she goes, we're about to go, uh, we don't care if anybody finds out that the captain's dead anymore and we're going to go threaten the three suspects that we believe has done it. And uh, since we can't find the captain's key, I need something other than maybe my claws. And she stares at you for a second, stares at you for a second. And she's like, all right. Um, Just in case one of the crafty bitches actually has something smart, you know. Yeah. What kind of... Well, I normally am an archer, so... She goes, well, I don't got anything archery-based. But does throwing knives count as ranged? Yeah, they do. She goes, do you have a set of throwing knives or some well-balanced knives that... Pairing knives, maybe, that I can hurl with skill? She thinks for a moment, and she just gives a wily smirk. She's like, well, I might have something you need, but... I think I deserve something in return. I'm willing to negotiate. He goes, you know, I know you guys work for the Holy City. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to where we can land at the Holy City. You know what? I actually might be able to discuss that with the correct people. I have good connections. She nods and she goes, I always thought a pretty kitty like you would know. Happily wags her tail with that. She reaches down and pulls out two gauntlets um, that are made of metal. Setting them on the table, she goes, I do need these back. Okay. They are mine. Understand. She goes, she opens them up and she shows that on the inside, there are multiple throwing knives rigged up to a spring system. So you open your hand and a knife would come into your hand. Oh, cool. On closer inspection, all of these throwing knives are serrated. Ooh, mean. She goes, So mean. I just need these back. I promise I will bring them back. And she goes, And promise to let me know where you live after this is all said and done. I might need to come and claim that fish dinner. Deal. She nods. She sets them down and just goes back to work. She will happily take the gloves with a little wink as she scurries back to her room. So each one of those knives does 2d6 damage. Okay. I think they're actually way better than my dagger that I don't have. Mm-hmm. But they are also serrated. Felt like defibulous or someone should have been sitting in the audience while she was talking to the drug going, whoa. <laughs> like fry, whoa. Exactly. My stranger danger is nice. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I forgot if I asked and if you gave me the answer, it might have been in my head. Uh, how many do I have? Um, They're small, so you got 10 in each container. There's a joygasm going on behind me. Oh, and Faye would recognize these as specialty equipment. Like, this is not something a chef would have. 
No, and I must ask her where she got them later. <laughs> As Kalila comes back in with gauntlets. Like, where did you get those? My new friend? I've been flirting with the chef. Hey, Kalila. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. she takes you seriously. Look what I built. Come over and investigate. Is it a mini boomstick? Yep. Why does it not look as a... Uh, impressive? Well, considering I put it together out of spare parts. Ah, okay. So this is uh, like me finding sticks in the wood to make a bow? Yep. Ah, got it. Then awesome. If I, I can shoot a screw out of this thing once, maybe. That actually sounds really painful. Yeah, it, it can lead to a lot of puns, though. It can. Too bad Klein's not here for it. I think he'd be upset with me that I did it. Yeah, he would also be throwing a tantrum that now we're allowed to get our weapons and now we can't. Yeah. I wouldn't let him be upset. I feel like we should be indignant for him. Someone has to. You're planning on trying to kill somebody at this point. I think you're past the indignant part. It's not we're trying to kill them. We just want to make sure that they don't have anything stupid that they can do. And we are well prepared as we can be to stop them if they try to kill us. Mm, exactly. And we need our rope. Good thing I got some. Now who's the one tying people up? Not me. I'm very disturbed. Right? Okay, I'm ready to go, by the way. I have my notes. Okay, so if everybody has their self-defense, and keep in mind, this is just self-defense. Mm -hmm. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah, I'm good. I'm pretty sure she's just going to try and slap one of us again. We'll dodge, we'll punch her, and then tie her up. I could rifle strike her. Ooh, we'll let that happen. Doesn't it need to be shorter if you're in a pistol whipper? You could, I could just swing the butt of the rifle and hit her like with a club. Good enough, let's go. They do make good maces as she follows. As you guys make your way down the hallway, you start to hear the sound of a large argument in common. Two women screaming at each other as a male is trying to calm them down. I need a perception check. 19. 23. Hold on, I'm mathing. Th 32. With those awareness checks, you catch the glint of a flash of light as the sound of thunder echoes through the halls and you see the male elf fly against the back wall, bouncing off the wood and sitting to the ground. His shirt sparking with electricity and fire at the same time. He quickly pats himself down and rolls and pins himself against the opposite wall. There's another sound of a fight followed by silence. Then another argument, and then there's the sound of electricity coursing through the air. And then you hear the sound of a thud. What would you guys like to do? Do we see anything with our perception? No. Okay, hold on. The dude is still alive, yeah? Yes, but he is pinned against the wall, breathing hard, like clearly stunned, shocked, all that. Okay, but alive, obviously alive. Yeah. Okay, uh, Faye's gonna run ahead and turn the corner. Following. Following. And also having Hugin run along the ceiling. She has also pulled out a dagger and has it ready. Yeah, there's a dagger in Kalila's hands from her gauntlets now. As you turn the corner, you see the unconscious body of Lady Katana. It looks like lightning and ice had struck her, sending her to the ground. Her breathing is shallow. Standing over her, you see the elf woman, Balana. On her fingers, rings that are sparking with different elements, four of which have gone dark, and she is clearly switching the rings out to another set as she looks up at you. Kalila will actually uh, get Hugin because she can just tell him telepathically what to do. Mm -hmm. Have him uh, stag leap to her and, tang and do an entanglement if he can. Alright, roll your attack. Alright, it was a 17 plus... Is that considered melee, correct? Uh, yeah. 
27 then. And since he was on the ceiling, I don't know if it's considered surprise against her or not, or if she saw him. Uh, she would have seen it because you're in a hallway. Okay, that's fair. I just as Hugin lands on top of her, there is the sound of a thud, and then the sound of just a magical disperse as all the rings, as they hit the ground, the gems shatter, dispersing their mana. He is clearly not a fighter, and she knows when she is beat. She lays her hands flat, keeping her hands wide apart, letting you know that she is not going to fight back as Hugin stares down at her, his front fangs moving slowly as he watches her every movement. In Undercommon, she begins to curse um, curse her husband's name. What would you guys like to do? Take her into custody, I guess. Hugin's going to entangle her. The Fibulous okay. will go check Katana and make sure she's not dead at this point. And Kalila is making sure that this stupid lady doesn't do anything while Hugin ties her up. How does Hugin tie her up? Like, if she's prey, where... With his spider webbing, so it's like, it's an entanglement. So it's like when spiders roll you in their web. Okay. It's sticky. You can break out of it. Like, it only quote-unquote lasts for one round, but that's in a standard combat. So I'm assuming it doesn't dissolve. It's that you're wriggling out of it in combat, so I'm assuming it stays. Yeah, you wiggle out of it in combat. Um, so, and yeah. She is, she is basically knows when she's beat. Like, she is not a trained fighter. And Kalila will make sure that there is not another ring on her. No, as you approach, you can see all the pieces of gems that shattered when her hands hit the ground. That doesn't mean that she didn't have more hidden in a pocket. Fair enough. Kalila's just making, is not taking any chances of her having one hidden that she can slip on and be like, ha and something. Jeffrey right. will yell back, make sure she's not wearing a necklace. She will check. All or right, bracelets. All jewelry, gone. Perception check on Kalila. I rolled a nat one. Okay. Defibulous, I need a heal check from you. Dirty 20. Lady Katana is badly hurt, but will survive. Um, it looks like maybe she just took a the brunt of a spell that didn't fully go off properly, but still did enough damage to pretty much knock her down to, like, one hit point. Ouch. Faye, what would you like to do? I'm gonna go back and check on Mr. Elf. He is panicked. He is looking at his shirt in just stunned, stunned silence. His clothing is burned down to the flat, down to his skin, and there are still, every now and then, you'll see a small spark of electricity arc between metal buttons and it looks like he's got some pretty decent burns on his chest it looks like he took a spell point blank I'm gonna try and calm him down and uh, take him wherever I, I guess back over to, if I can get him back over to the group and suggest that he and Lady Katana need to go to whatever passes for a medic station on board okay they agree and they go to where they were told, you know, medical supplies are. What are you guys going to do with Lady Balana that is now tied up? Well, Kalila's just going to be growling at her and is like, why? Why? And just motion to everything. Power and greed. Why else? Don't make excuses for her. Let her answer her own problems. It's not an excuse. Power and greed. And that includes love. But real love doesn't do this. That's greed for someone else's emotions. Kyla's still looking at her. In Undercommon, she makes the comment of she'll never explain herself to a beast. Oh, Kyla's slapping her. You don't understand Undercommon. Ah, oh, damn it. I'm not translating. Whatever that was, it sounded rude. It was. It really was. But I don't expect anything better out of... And insert here the undercommon word for filthy whore. <laughs> Are we sure we can't just shoot her right now? 
Yeah, I'm sure. Come on. Let's uh, figure out where we can hold her for the next two days until we get into port somewhere. Um, Defibrous will come over and check to check her to see if she's got the captain's key on her. Yep. Perception check. That'd be smart. 26. With the 26, as you pet her down, you find a small box containing four more rings that are warm to the touch. He just looks over Kalila. How'd you miss this? I sneezed. <laughs> you really gotta stop sneezing when you're checking stuff. It's all the perfume. It's horrible and cheap. And she like wafts the air out of her, away from her nose. Yeah, no, no, this legit. It gives me a headache. Imagine with my sniffer as she points to her face. No, no, I get it. I get it. I mean, I've smelled rancid grease that smelled better than this stuff, but yeah, I understand. But Nefibius will uh, continue checking to make sure there isn't anything else hidden on her. Give me another perception check. Uh, that's a nat 20. As you pat her down and search different areas, you find a small dagger. You find a small vial with the traditional, like, skull and crossbones on it. The dagger that you found is that of a drow assassin dagger. You also find the captain's part of the stocks, the, the ownership stock, as well as a personal letter written in undercommon and the key for the captain or for the security safe. Wow, I mean... What's in the, what's in the letter? Fibrius will hand the letter over to Faye to read. And then just look at her. It's like, any more incriminating evidence on you that you would like to you know, point out before I have to search you a third time? He says something in undercommon. You know gnomes have rabies and we get angry. We bite people and give them rabies, right? It's true. I've seen it. She's just growling with her teeth at this lady. Hey, would you like to read the letter? Yes, but not necessarily out loud until I've already determined what's in it. As you read the letter, you notice that it's literally, Sister, I've gotten rid of the captain. He went out calmly. He enjoyed his meal and a sip of his favorite dark wine. I have acquired pieces. I know you've got the other. I will frame my husband and his whore of a his whore of a mistress. We will take the Murdoch for ourselves, and show that the family can be trusted in more things than just ruling over a court. With the ownership of the Murdoch, father and mother will forgive you for your transgressions, and we will show that we can be the most powerful elves in all the kingdom. I do not doubt that you became a lady of the night out of necessity. You've made mistakes, and as your sister, I will help you fix them. I will see you at the Lizard Folk Village. Yep, well, that's a signed, sealed confession. Uh, what'd the letter say? Translated. Wow, that is a pretty blatant confession. Does that mean we uh, technically need to, as agents of the holy city need to arrest the paladin since she was aware of this the paladin not involved the sister is a escort that works in the in a human city oh i miss i i misinterpreted what you were saying my bad yep no you're fine oh that wraps up captain what about gold hat although the rings are pretty incriminating yeah do you want to ask her, or are you going to just go search her room? You know what? Let's go ahead and ask. I think I'm going to be slightly gentle about it. Okay. I'm going to offer her some leniency, as much as we can give, if she's honest. Okay. What do you say to her? I think rather than outright asking, did you do it, I'm going to ask, what happened last night between you and Goldhat? She turns her head away from you to not look at you, and she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure you don't. All right. I'm sure whatever happened to him, it was more than what he... It was uh, 
at least the, the minimum of what he deserved. Suffering would be too good for a man like him. I mean, I'm not found a racist myself. You don't know what he's done to our kind. Treats us like we're meat. Using ropes to, for his own sick pleasures. I should have thrown him off this airship instead of just letting things go the way they did. I'm not saying you're wrong. I am saying it's illegal. By whose laws? Quite a few. Well, we're in the air. There are no cities to claim law. Yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> this is actually covered by precedent. The laws of the last dock apply until we dock again. She stares at you for a moment, and then you see the realization of the truth, that you're right. She curses something under her breath and doesn't say anything. Well, since she's sufficiently tied up and everyone's out here, Kalila's just going to have a very low growl at her as she walks past and into her room to dig around. Inside the room, you don't even need a perception check. This room is tore up. There was clearly more than just a little bit of a fight. There are scar marks on the walls where it looks like lightning spells had gone off. There's The bed is just slightly smoldering where what may have been a, a fire spell had gone off. And all over the ground, you find these small rings with cracked or shattered stones next to them. One-shot casting rings, huh? She says something about how that jeweler didn't know what he was doing. Defibrious will go bug the elven lady. How are you going to bug her? So, was it you that jammed the ring in the uh, control panel? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I found one of your kind of style rings, you know, jammed in there with the same style crystals. She goes, I'm just a mere merchant. I would know nothing of this strange technology. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, theoretically, if that ring gets linked to you, I think that would be an attempted murder of, every, of everyone aboard. It's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to sense motive. Go ahead. 25. You can definitely tell she's lying and trying to be coy about it. You know, I've seen humans, orcs, and other lesser creatures lie better than you do. She just glares at you. She goes, and what if everyone died? At least then I deal damage to these stupid elves, or these stupid dwarves that think they can run the skies. Yeah, no, but what about all of us that didn't have anything to do with your grievances? You just would have killed all of us, and yeah. Yeah, the gods aren't that forgiving these days. She just laughs, and she's like, what have the gods ever done for us? Yeah, personally, lady? I don't know. They've created the orcs. They've created natural disasters. They created suffering for what? Their amusement? We're just playthings to them. Well, maybe, but you know, you could just do something easy and like get rid of yourself instead of trying to drag the rest of us with you. She just smirks. She goes, what would the fun be in that? Getting rid of a few disgusting little dwarves and a, a racist human and an orc who thinks he deserves to have money and power and land. Yeah, I think but we should throw her overboard. Nah, too easy. Yelled from the other room, by the way. It's just like, nah, we'll take She'll get lose everything. Her family will lose everything. Your little sister or big sister, whatever she was that you were trying to help, is going to lose everything. And then your husband is going to get it. And then that human will get it. And then you're just going to sit there and rot or whatever they're going to do to you. And it's all going to be because you're an idiot. I love the fibulous. I do too. She just turns her head away and just snorts angrily. Maybe I wonder if we can convince your husband to give a reward to the orc, you know, for being a good orc. Just to further add insult to your injury. She says nothing, just stares up. 
Oh, it'll be so wonderful because now the woman you hate is going to inherit everything you owned. She remains silent, staring at the wall, her head off to the side. Um, are there any of the automatons running around out here? No, they're stuck on their racks, remember? Oh, that's right. They, they, well, I didn't know if any of them came down or not on racks. Nope. Terry does all the manual labeler. But there is a great little button that's right at the doors that you can buzz Terry down with. Nope. Eh, eh, hit the button. A minute or two pass by, and the first mate is the one that responds. He walks down, he's like, um... Uh, Good to see everyone's alive. Mostly. Uh, all right. Well, okay. The people that matter are, are, are unharmed. So what's up? You, you uh, were calling for Terry? Oh, um, yeah. We were going to let you guys know that we uh, captured the, pers- the culprit. He looks down and he's just like, hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we will find a, a nice little room and keep her all nice and tied up and lock the door. Um, also, make sure she has no jewelry whatsoever because that's the murder weapons all over the place. He just goes, so strip her down to her skivvies, tie her up and toss her in there. She's already tied up, but yeah. Oh, and you have some slight damage to your room here. He looks in and he goes, well, I'll just put it on their tab. Sounds good. Gary will not be thrilled that he's going to have to get this all repaired. But I guess it gives us a chance to do our remodeling. Gives you a good excuse for it. Yeah. I mean, technically, wouldn't you have to leave it alone until she's taken into custody by the proper authorities as it is a crime scene? He nods. He goes, yeah, but after it's taken care of, we'll uh, get it all repaired. Yep, sounds good. He nods. He goes, well, I will let you two ladies strip her down to whatever you deem necessary and uh i will make sure we can get a door that locks from the outside and she will not be able to do anything kalila just flicks her claws open menacingly and walks towards her the feeling you know kalila doesn't like her is there anything else you guys would like to do nope but Kalila's just going to drag her into whatever the appropriate room is and strip her down tie her back up and lock the door Hey, anything you'd like to do? I will assist with the stripping and uh, keep my eye out for anything unusual in terms of markings on her body or signs that she's hiding anything in her small clothes. There is uh, nothing. She is literally relied on the rings for her offensive magic and the assassin dagger and poison were most likely going to be for her husband and the... uh, the the human mistress you know make it look like a a murder suicide (sighs) Kyla is curious about one thing Mm. oh honey yes the scarf you planted it well I strangled the captain with it and I thought if I plant it on her she'll think it's a gift from my husband and would willingly accept it and wear it her cheap perfume would mask my scent Anything else? Nope. Faye? I'm going to check her mouth. Well, you helped up the GM on that one because I didn't think about that. So there's nothing. Score! Defibulous, anything you'd like to do? Mm, we have her arrested. Mm-hmm. She's been searched. Mm-hmm. Mm, steer clear of the creepy dwarf. Okay. As things return to what would be anything but considered normalcy on the Murdoch, the Lady Bolana has been arrested, tied, and locked in a room. The only time she has brought anything is during breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it is Terry. And the captain or first mate that goes in with them, making sure that things are all secured, only unbinding her hands just long enough for her to eat or drink or use the restroom. During the gambling times, you can hear the sound of 
winning, losing, and then the sound of the Murdoch arriving in port. The bells chime, letting you know that landing is occurring. As you land, three armed lizard folk guards come in. They walk in. There's a conversation with the current captain and the team. The lizard folk, as they pass you, they salute and remove the elf in custody, putting her in shackles and escorting her off. The elf, husband, and Lady Katana pack up their things and leave. Dwarf merchant, still fatuated with Defipulus, gives Defipulus a pat on the shoulder and a wink as he walks off. Ugh. It is just you, the crew, and strangely enough, Baka and the halfling. Baka pulls a large box out of his room and onto the gambling floor. Sitting on top of it, he waits for everyone to notice him, which doesn't take long. The crew looks at Baka, and Baka kind of edges his foot on the floor a little bit, clearly either bashful, bashful or shy on what he's about to say. Then he speaks up. Baka really liked this ship. And Baka think Baka wants ship. Baka not businessman, but Baka want to fund ship. And, and Baka only want little bit. Only want 30% of, of gross. Baka will help any way can. Baka will work. And, and, and Baka will, will help fix things, too. Baka doesn't want to leave ship in unfair winds. Baka not have much. He reaches down and opens up the large box. Inside, it is filled to the brim with platinum. Baka win all this recent and talk to Terry about winnings that Golcat had and Terry say, you know, that I can claim. So Golcat's money became my money. And then Golcat takes or or Baka take Golcat's money and place big, big, big wager with with strange dwarf man. And one there's five thousand platinum pieces for Murdoch. Is enough? The crew stare at Baka in utter, utter disbelief. And the acting captain just slowly nods and goes, Baka, um, we'll only take 2,000 of the, the platinum coin and we'll give you 40%. We're just... Why didn't you bid? Baka stopped. Because Baka didn't know Baka could bid. Baka came to have fun. And Baka see crew. And crew remind Baka of hardworking orc family. And Baka doesn't want dwarf family to be like orc family and always fighting and always struggling. Baka want, Baka want to be like nice fancy men and, and help. And Baka want to help Murdoch. The crew nod as we fade out and end the murder mystery of the Murdoch here. I'm so happy for Baka. She has fallen in love. I think she's legit sniffle crying over here. Silence? Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for some kind of response. You didn't hear Faye? I heard Faye. Okay. It's just silence, which is really weird from you guys. 
Only when you do the, like, touching heartfelt, because other than the, oh, what else are we supposed to say? Is it time to blow up the Murdoch? There you go. There's your response. No. No. Baka owns it no. now. You want to blow up Baka Bakalova's new fancy new flying thing? You can't do that. He just bought it. Nah, Baka owns it. He'll all let it slide. Well, 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 me friends. It seems with a chest of gold and a murder wrapped up quite neatly in some spider silk, the team has made themselves all the way to the lizard folk. And the strange murder mystery above the Murdoch has come to an end. But the story is not quite over, me friends. For the team must still defeat the Bone God and figure out what's this strange darkness that is creeping about. Well, that is all the time we have for this eve. Now don't forget, mind your manners, watch your coin, and as always, may the Dice Gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 